Oh, hi. Hey, guess what? We're uh, we're on, and yet we were still uh, talking like we weren't on. Hi, welcome back. It's uh, Realities May Vary. It's a podcast. We talk about whatever we want because, you know, it's America. We can do what we want. I'm Brian Noonan. That's Cody Goff. Hi, Cody. Hi, Brian. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> Let's intro <laughs> the show. Today, you're going to hear a lot of things. Uh, Brian has been a caregiver for parents. That's a fun thing that, well, parents, parents. Uh, that's been a fun thing. Uh, Brian's in a mood tonight, but we're not going to start with that because that'll ruin the whole show. Uh, there's a coronation apparently that I can't wait to talk about. Don't know who it could be. Uh, there's a story about a battle coin that, uh, Brian, I guess there's, he's got a story about a battle coin. And then, uh, there was a minor fender not involving him, but perhaps involving someone related to the show. I have brought, uh, comparatively little uh, last week. I was actually locked and loaded for a big show. Uh, I had a ton of content. Um, so I'm going to talk about. Repeat, can we repeat any of it? Oh, yes. We're going to talk about. We're going we're gonna, That is in itself is the topic. That the topic of the thing that I actually prepped for the show that we didn't get to do because we didn't do a show. Yeah. I apologize is, for that. Which is okay. And we, yeah, and we can get to why uh, we missed last week as well. And then uh, perhaps an upcoming diet plan in my life Ooh. that uh, I'm not sure I'm going to preview this week or next week, but All that right. could happen. Could be. It's a tease either way. But uh, Maybe let's, we do a, a challenge. Yeah, Maybe let's talk. Uh, it's not, well, is that a kind of diet? Not really. I'm drinking uh, muscle milk. There's my five-second check-in. Wow, wow, you want to get swole. Well, it was a free sample of my gym, and my trainer didn't think I'd like it because he apparently thinks it's rancid. And he's like, muscle milk is the McDonald's of protein shakes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he had all these free samples, and I took one, and I pounded it in like three gulps. And he was like, wow. you're kidding, right? Like, you're kidding. He, he didn't believe me. He's like, you can take all of them. So um, I actually did need a little extra protein to hit my protein wow. um, quotient for the day. And okay. on the way up, I didn't want to make my own protein shake. So I just grabbed this and here we are. I'm, I'm one, one minute less late than I would have been. Wow. Look at you making protein shakes at night. Yeah. No, this was pre-mix. So why weren't we here last week, Brian? All right. So I was prepared to be here last week. I had uh, always, I'm always prepared. I get off the air at, supposed to get off the air at uh, TMJ at eight o'clock. I usually get off the air at eight o'clock. I uh, quickly run downstairs. I wolf down some sort of food sustenance and I'm back up here to start at eight 30. So the show goes well. I, the show goes well at about quarter to eight. My producer, Tommy says, I don't see Justin anywhere. Justin is the guy who covers the bucks for WTMJ. He does their pre and post. He does the uh, Bucks Weekly and Bucks Shoot Around. Good guy. I've known him since the first time I was at TMJ. He, he comes on uh, the show with me sometimes and just farts around and uh, does all kinds of stuff. So good guy. Crosstalk. Yeah. Well, yeah. We used to do crosstalk on Saturdays. Now he'll just come on like for the drive through window segment because he likes to talk about fast food too. Mm. So he'll come on and talk about that or, you know, uh, whatever. So. Tommy goes, I don't see Justin anywhere. I'm like, all right. And I go through the whole big goodbye at like five minutes to, to eight because uh, we're going to run our commercials right up to the top of the hour. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Blah, blah, blah. You know how I do. I'm gracious. And Tommy goes, hey, do me a favor. Don't log out yet. I'm like, okay. So I wait. The news starts. Uh, he comes back out. Noonan, you're still there? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I just got off the phone with Justin. He didn't think he had a show tonight. So uh, there's nobody here to do uh, 
nobody, nobody here to do it. The Bucks got bounced out of the playoffs much faster than anyone had anticipated. Mm. Uh, the assistant program director had forgotten to update the schedule or forgotten to, yeah, forgotten to take the Bucks show off the schedule. That was what it was. Uh, Justin just assumed that since the season was over, he wasn't doing Bucks weekly or Bucks shoot around uh, on that night. And so he didn't come in. And they were like, can you stay for can you stay for another hour? Because I, you know, I don't know. We could find something to throw on, but can you stay? And I was like, yeah, I'll stay. You know, I'll stay and do another hour. And that's why, Cody, remember all the years I would say why I prepped way too much stuff. Always have to have more stuff than you need. And I had a bunch of stuff. And, of course, mm -hmm. the first five minutes was me riffing about Justin not coming in and me having to stay another hour. <laughs> They're eating up a big chunk of the, the extra hour. But, um, yeah, so uh, that's why that's why I wasn't here. That's why we canceled the show last week because I was still on the air over there, you know. Yeah. So. You're a working man. Listen, You're I got, I, you know. I'm still, I still have that dumb misplaced sense of, um, you know, if you do the right thing, it'll come back to you, even though radio has not proven that to be the case yet. But I like the guy in charge up in Milwaukee now, and he seems to like me. And actually, Cody, this is going to sound weird, will throw me a compliment every once in a while and then tell me he appreciates my flexibility and the fact that I can cover all these stuff, these things, and uh, do a great job doing it. So I'm going to, you know, this guy needs a favor. I'm going to do him a favor because I've had to take a couple nights here and there for my mom and different stuff. And yeah. he's cool with that. So, you know, and I figured you would be, you know, you would be cool with it. Oh, I mean, I got two kids. I've always got, yeah, you always got uh, something to do else to do. Um, so I did well, whatever that was. I don't know. It's impossible, it's impossible to, know. to remember. Actually, yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, yesterday, morning uh my my son had a overnight at the grandparents over the weekend oh nice well <clears throat> yeah, you dish that kid yeah. out a lot you send that kid packing this was this was a therapy child thing since uh i still have family working on damage storm damage oh they're still uh, up there they're still yeah they still got a lot of storm damage it's gonna be oh. it's gonna be like a year oh my god oh yeah, yeah. so they needed a little yeah fun distraction which is yes. what your son it's provides like this, the scale of it is and dealing with insurances actually that's a whole topic i could do uh do some topics do hot topics but i i i'm i just i just i just i'm i'm here's what i'll say uh i'm learning that apparently homeowners insurance is it about as horrific to deal with as medical insurance? All insurance sucks because they want All they they get very mad if you don't pay them on time. But God forbid you need them finally. Uh, you go, hey, guess what? I've been paying you for. I'm sure in your parents' case, how long they've been in that house? Forty years? No, not All that right, long. Thirty years? Uh... Long time. They didn't just move in. Either way, yeah, they've been paying 20. homeowners insurance at different places for a long, long time. Various mm -hmm. properties. And uh, yeah. God forbid they actually need some help now because trees fell through their home. Um, yeah, I can see that. Medical insurance, same way. Car, in car insurance, depend. It, I think the car insurance, it depends on the company you have because we've had, we've had good luck with our car insurance. But 
that's always fine because, yeah, they'll pay off right away, but then a lot of times they cancel you because they had to pay out. So screw them too. That's yeah, all yeah. insurance. All insurance can uh, kiss me where I uh, don't usually have light or lips. And it's legally mandatory to have it. You got to have insurance. And it's Tony. it's it's like, is that why it's so bad? Yeah, because they because you can't opt out. Well, no, you could. Uh, the worst you could do is change insurance companies. But yeah. six to one, they're the all yeah. Gina says it's a scam. Uh, hello, yeah, everybody else who's brutal. jumping on. Stuart, well, and anyway, yeah. the the I don't want to go down that rabbit hole too much. This is too the depressing. But uh, he was there, so um. I don't even remember. Oh, 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 just like stuff to do, you know, talking about like cancel the show. Oh, I've got stuff to do. Well, yeah, yesterday morning I wake up. My wife uh, heads down to, she teaches yoga Sunday mornings. My kid's gone. I've got my daughter, but she's. Yeah, she's very low maintenance and at this point. I think I'm at the point in early parenthood, Brian, where I don't know what the hell to do with my life or time. Meaning? Like, because I don't have time. Like, oh, my, right. I, here's what I do. I wake up, I do breakfast, I do breakfast with the family, I work, I get off, I do stuff with the, you know, I do dinner with the family, I do bedtime with the kids. And then around that time, I got like an hour with my wife. We'll watch wrestling if it's a certain day of the week. Maybe we'll watch a South Park. We used to throw on like a Silicon Valley, and then it was kind of bedtime. Well, we're at a Silicon Valley, mm -hmm. we're caught up with wrestling. Uh, I haven't logged into Final Fantasy 14 in almost two full months. I know welcome, this welcome to date. adulthood. And that's fine, but, but, and that's fine, but I've, it's gotten to the point where I no longer know what to do with my oh, like time. Like if you have like free it, time, you don't know what to do with it? Like, yeah, I just like sit there and it's like, well, I'm not going to scroll on my phone because I hate that and I'll hate myself. And then it's like, well, I could do that. I could, I could like, I could, I could work on the, uh, the desk plan. I've got these two big pieces of lumber. I'm going to build a desk out of, I can sit there watching YouTube videos, doing research on woodworking, but then I'm like, I can watch YouTube videos anytime. I can watch YouTube videos during my work day when I'm taking a poop, you know, like I can, anybody can watch YouTube videos anytime. If I have like an open, if I have a free house that's empty and I can do anything I want and interrupted by a wife or kids. That, or relatively uninterrupted. I still got the girl, but she's, you know, usually asleep. Then it's like, I can play video games, but like I'm not in a video game right now. And I'm, if I play one now, I'm not going to have a chance to play it again right. for weeks. So I'm not going to start a new game. I'm not going to pick up an old game because then it just feels like by the time I used to remember what I'm doing in the game, it's time to go. And then I'm done with that. So video games are right. out. I'm in the middle of one book, but I didn't feel like reading because I was tired. I was just so, going to suggest like, nap. Take a nap. Nap? No, but I had just woken up. It was a Sunday morning. Oh, I got my piano right. keyboard thing. What am I going to do? Play like five chords and then like, okay, well, there's my one time I have time to practice that for would the be next nice. like six months. Like I just, I just don't, you know, it, and it's like, well, I could go garden, but like by the time I'm all dirty and got pot, you know, dirt all and over the me, then the baby's going to wake up and cry. Right. So it's like, I'm just trapped in this in-betweenness of things, which I, again, I understand is parenting generally, but it's almost like I don't want to have free time. Like my wife was going to pick up my kids uh, from Rockford yesterday. And I'm like, I'm coming with, because if you leave, I won't do anything. Dude, what, like he, I will. Are there any movies that you wanted to watch? I mean, that's, I found over the last couple of weeks, that's what I've done when I've had the house all to myself. It's like, oh, I haven't watched a movie in forever. The problem, yeah. the problem for me is there were none that I was like dying to see. So then by the time I go through Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, it's like, I've wasted 40 minutes trying to pick a movie that I could, right. you know, I could have been halfway through a movie. By then. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple movies I'm like 
kind of like I, I haven't seen like I want to see Spider-Man into like one of the new Spider-Man coming home, gone from home, threw up my home. I don't know. Home Alone 2. That was lost a good in New York. Spider-Man lost in New York was good. It was strange that Macaulay Culkin came back to play a Spider-Man. I didn't expect that casting. It's the metaverse, Cody. You know? All that crazy stuff happens. I figured that since the writers went on strike, it all went to hell. But... <laughs> that fast? It, yeah, I know. It, <laughs> in the past, know, just, they retrospectively. The they went back, they sure. screwed up all the scripts that they had written before. Yes, retroactively. Yes. It's quite the, quite the verse. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I would just, I don't feel like that's like engaging enough. So anyway, take it's up fine. Magic. It is, you could learn card tricks. I could take up magic. I could take up anything. It, these aren't real problems. And I'm like, I'm, I'm fine on a day-to-day -day basis with not having Do you have a problem like, I, with just doing nothing? Yeah. Oh, see, I'm older than you. I don't have a problem with sometimes just doing nothing. Like for me, if that, I would sit on the deck with a cigar and a drink and listen to music and just enjoy some downtime until my daughter woke up or sit out there with mm. a cup of coffee and the newspaper. When's the last time you read a newspaper? Never. I actually read the Lombardian every uh, twice a week. I stand by my question. When was the last time you read a newspaper? That's a newspaper. It? It's a community it's rag. Not, it's not big, but it's got pages. It has articles. It has a Sudoku puzzle. It's got All Sudoku. Right, well then. It even has a comic. One comic? Uh, yeah, it's some political cartoon, and I never know who it's making fun of. Like, it's so bad, I don't know if it's making fun of Democrats or Republicans or good. what. All right. It's just really bad. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I used to, the, the comics were the best part of the paper. I don't even, oh, I yeah. don't even know if Sunday papers still have comics anymore. We stopped. Yeah, they do. They're, 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 they're in color. I know, but they used is... to be. I don't get a Sunday paper anymore. Well, yeah, but my, my folks do. So I see this yeah. on their paper. My mom gets one. I never, I just bring it in and drop it on her, yeah. on her table and go, paper's here. And that was it. Yes, I, I, oh, I, I know local news is important, but a lot of those, you know, I used to read the, uh, you know, the the star when I lived uh, in the South Suburbs. The star was the local paper, mm -hmm. the regional paper. But a lot of those got swallowed up anyway. They're not really the same paper that they used to be. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, Diane in the chat saying garden dirt is the big reason a lot of people don't heavily garden until kids are grown. Uh, okay. I mean, we we garden when the kids are around. Yeah. Um, Get them dirty, too. Uh, and we're all getting dirty, you know. But, like, I cleaned out. I did, So, I anyway, I ended up cleaning my garage, cleaning out my garage. We, um, You know the you know the, the rubber, like, not weed black. You know when you separate the mulch from the grass, there's the big rubber dividers you can put in the yes, ground? Yes, yeah. I don't know what they're oh, called. Edges. Uh, yeah. Edges. It's, it's, sir. That's, yeah, I think they're called edging. Garden edging is what they're usually called. Yeah. So we just, when we moved in, we had, they had the black rubber ones mm -hmm. everywhere. My wife hated them. So last summer, she just ripped them all out of the yes. ground and we threw them in our shed. Our old, uh, our old, the old garage is a shed now. We threw them in the shed uh, and they've just been sitting there and you got to like kind of fold them up real tight to throw them in the trash can, you okay. know, to get them thrown away. So, I hadn't done that. So I did that, blew out the garage a little bit. I cleaned the one window in our garage, oh. which is horrific and has probably never been cleaned before. So I got a couple of things done, right? It was, it was all right. But to uh, rip, rip, tie a bow on it, um, 
you canceling the show does not mean that I actually have anything better to do or will know what to do with my time. Yeah, but now, like, if I cancel a, sh a show and then it's 8.30, you're free. You could always just go to bed That's or sit true. down and, I don't know, do something. There's a lot of good shows you should be watching. A lot of good shows. There are. My wife is now... After years of me trying to get her to watch Archer, she now is trying to get me to watch Archer. Archer's fantastic. And for some reason, for some reason, I'm not in the mood anymore. Like I was for like four yes, years. Yes, the first time it came on, I loved it. And I, but now I don't know if a new season's coming because they went from FX to FXX to Hulu. I, I don't know. But I know when I watched it, and again, it's diminishing returns because as they got to like the fourth and fifth season, it was like, mm, not quite as good as it used to be. Yeah. But still good. Archer's good. It is, but I just, I haven't, I don't know. I haven't felt like watching it. So we watched the Seinfeld the other day. Seinfeld? What is this, 95? My wife had never seen it before like a year ago, so randomly we'll just watch oh, okay. a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Right. We've been watching some dramas. Uh, the last thing he said to me is a really good one. That's on uh, Prime. I know you don't watch Ted Lasso. That's a mistake. I was literally about to say everyone on Twitter is creaming themselves over Ted Lasso nonstop. Like, oh, not this season. This season, there's a lot of disgruntled lassites. Oh, are there? Okay. Well, anyway, I think season, season one is and good. two. What's how many seasons are? This is the uh, third is and this? final. Okay, because one and two were like God's gift. First, to mankind, first season, okay. everybody's like, ah, and then second season, <laughs> some were like, ah. And this season, a lot of people are like, eh. yeah. If I watch season one, can I just stop? Or you could, but you won't want to. Because I find the character, and there's only there's only like eight or nine episodes a season. It's not, dude. You got to watch Barry too. What's Barry, Barry is on HBO. Uh, Bill Hader. This is the final season of Barry too. Uh, it's about a, a guy who was in the military then he was an assassin and he decided he wanted to become an actor so he's at the the first season he's still doing both henry winkler is in it as gene cusado his Someone acting coach yeah. it is it's not it's a comedy but it's not a stupid like laugh out loud comedy it's one of those where you're like what the hell is going on and then there's some chechnians that get involved uh you know no ho hank yeah. And uh, his handler, and now we're in the final season, and I have a feeling everybody's going to die. That's not a spoiler because yeah. I don't know. I just it's a gut feeling that I have. But Henry Winkler is amazing as this acting coach. Um, it's it it's really good, and they're only half hours. You know, okay. Someone was just telling me about that like two yeah. days ago. Somebody smart, probably. Um, Probably somebody smart. really smart. Hold on. I think I hear a child. Oh, no. Do you need to go check your child? Well, my wife ran out to do something. So give me one right. second to just, I just. Which one? I can't even tell. Once, hold on. Hold I hope on. it's not one, one throwing their voice. I'll have to tell, uh, I'll tell you. I've got to tell Cody. Cody's, uh, when Cody comes back, we'll tell the story of his son wanting to call me. And it's so sweet because, you know, that kid is, that kid is a treat. Um, I, I also, I'm back. Right. Who was it? Nobody. Apparently you're just hearing my things. Brain? That's why you can't yeah, relax brain. and do nothing because you're still hearing their voices. Oh my God, dude. I hear my daughter crying all the time. Nonstop. Even when she's not. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. I could tell Molly's cry 
because she was in the ICU the first week or two she was uh, alive. And I could, coming down the hall, I could hear a cry and go, that's her or that's another baby in the, in the NICU. And I was always right. Always right. Nice. That's a parent thing. But yeah, and you'd also, I also hear, I would also hear her, like when I was home alone with her, or even when Debbie was here, uh, was at home, I'd hear her cry when she wasn't crying. You're just on hyper alert, always on alert. Mm -hmm. I hear the dogs bark when they're not here. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, I could be nuts. Well, that's a perfect segue into either parents caring for parents or or a Molly specific story. So, you know. Well, I, your, I don't know. The, the Molly story is quick. She had, um, it was last week. She had come over. I got home from school and uh, she was, Walter was here and she was going out to do something. She was running some errands and she was like, uh, she had been here working with Debbie. Because since Molly works remotely and Debbie works remotely a couple times a week, sometimes they'll set up, uh, you know, a big office conglomerate in their house, one of those shared spaces like we work. Mm. And uh, so Debbie and Molly had their own little we work. And sometimes Walter will sit at the table and host a meeting because um, he's really big on PowerPoint. So he likes to do that. He shows some slides about how many treats he wants and the, the graphs showing how many treats he's had versus how many treats he needs and fourth quarter projections for how many treats he should get. And uh, Lawson just licks himself and Gidget ignores the whole thing. So I get home and she runs out to get to an errand. And uh, all of a sudden there's a call. And I was, I was just about to go on the air. But I picked up the phone and I could, in her voice, I knew someone said, Dad. I'm like, Oh, no, what happened? Well, I got in a, I got in a little accident. And I'm like, Are you okay? Yes. Oh, hold on. Mom's calling me. I, I got to go. <laughs> and then it's like, Good evening. Welcome to the show. All right. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Now I got, now I have like two hours before I can find out what the hell happened. Um, turns out she was on the expressway. Uh, it was damp, you know, it was raining, but that, that rain that only releases oil from the pavement doesn't, it's not hard enough to really do anything. So she would, they were all at a stop. She was in the left lane. They started to go the car two in front of them, two in front of her slammed on their brakes, causing the guy right in front of her to slam on her brakes she slammed on her brakes and she slid and mm. it was thank god a very minor rear end situation um which is you know if you're gonna have a rear end situation minor is probably best but the airbags didn't go off none of that so i come downstairs and i first say up to debbie what happened what's going on is she okay yeah 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 blah 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 blah, blah. so it was like hold on uh mom's calling i have to go because i get she like she calls Debbie for all this stuff, which I, you know, that's fine, whatever. Cause you know, Debbie had the insurance information, even though Molly has an insurance card in her car. Um, Molly's smart. She has, but she'd never been in any kind of accident before. So this kind of mm -hmm. threw her off. And mm -hmm. um, so everything was fine. But uh, today she was going to drop her car off at the collision place and she needed a ride and she needed this and that. And Debbie's been out with my mom. So this all ties in. My whole world is is just insane. Uh, but not unlike, I'm, I'm going to say, a lot of people my age. So I took the day off from school 
which was nice. You know, I was like, oh, this would be good. Um, I'll take, in my mind, oh, I'm going to take Molly to drop off her car at the collision place. Then I'm going to drive her over and uh, we'll pick up a rental car and she'll bring Walter along and maybe we can get lunch. We'll spend the day. Already... I'll meet you at the collision place. The appointment's at 1015. All right. So I was there before she got there. Everything they they were all good. Insurance had okayed everything. There was no no problem. Okay. Um, hey, w Walter's not coming. No, why would Walter come? Like, because you bring them all the other times. Um, so I'm driving her to get the uh, I'm driving her to get the rental car. And I'm like, so you want to go out to breakfast or something? No, I'm so no. Did you think we were going to be spending the day together or something? I'm sorry, but uh, no, I have to go back and work and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, oh. Okay, all right. I'll see you. So my whole uh, big daddy daughter day was ruined, even though it had only existed, I think, in my mind. But everybody else had mm. kind of brought it up. I think Debbie had said, "Oh, maybe you guys can go out to breakfast or lunch or something." And I was like, "Yeah, right, that'd be think. that'd be fun." You know, even if we just went and got some hot dog, whatever it is, we could have had could have had a little fun. But um, that's why I thought Walter would come, and she'd drop Walter off, and then we'd go do our the car business. And uh, but nah, you know what? That's fine. So. That was today. Then I got, you know, I had uh, fun to go to Walmart. I am, uh, I'm worried about myself, Cody. I may meet a tragic end. Uh, because every time I get in the car, I am immediately infuriated. And my, my road rage has now followed me into retail establishments where carts mm. are involved. Oh no. So I've noticed a really, uh, infuriating habit amongst drivers where cart drivers, no car and car. And then we'll move on to carts. Cause it's all, it's all okay. related. But okay. th this is why I'm in such a foul mood. When I get out of the car to walk into a place, you're in a dither. Uh, I am, I'm having a connection. You're all of, you're all of, a I'm dither. all, a, I'm all a dither. Uh, I don't yeah. know if that's, the I just thing. read make way for, I just read make way for ducklings oh. uh, for the, 75th time in the last uh sure month, so. well we have make way for ducklings if you're interested that's you know <laughs> that's your son's thing we have make way for ducklings if you want to read that sure that's yeah. great all right yeah that's let's great. read that sure, i don't get that's it. fine make way for ducklings yeah. i'm down um people who are texting always a concern that's old school that's that's obviously we can all agree that if you're texting while you're driving you're a jackass you're an idiot um man. It's the people who are looking down, and you can tell when you're at the, behind them at a stoplight or in traffic that they're doing something other than paying attention to the road. And then if you give them a little honk, they immediately slow way down. And a lot of them now are starting to, if you go to pass them, trying to block you from passing them and then flipping you off, which makes me crazy. And I, I try, I, I recognize that it is a problem, and it is probably how I will meet my end but I'm, I get furious. And I've noticed now it carries into stores where people are completely oblivious to the, the fact that there's other people around and they will walk four or five across down the aisle, or they'll just stop in the middle of an aisle and spin around like they're, you know, uh, a GPS system trying to get their location. You know, like if you're on ways, it'll just spin. Well, that's how people are. So I try to avoid places that I know will infuriate me which is pretty much any place except this room. This is the one room where I'm, you know, I'm doing radio from here. I'm doing this from here. I got the computers. I, I'm fine up here in this room. I'm mm -hmm. only a couple feet from a bathroom. 
everything's golden in this room, but a lot of times I have to leave this room. The other day I'm in uh, Costco and it was my, my mistake. It was a Saturday, but I had to get some stuff Ooh. to go to my, that my mom needed before I went out to her house and I'm in Costco and I don't know if there's uh, if they smear the outside of the rotisserie chicken with some sort of opioid that people are addicted to. There was a line, and I wish I were exaggerating, that had to be at least 10 to 15 yards long of slack-jawed mouth breathers trying to get this $5 rotisserie chicken. So they're taking up all the space along the meat counter. Then you have these other... Uh, pretty much just trash pandas who are lined up trying to get free samples. Oh, I must get a tiny bit of spinach artichoke dip on a tortilla chip because I've never eaten before. And this is, I, mu I must stand in line. Oh, they're going to be releasing uh, French bread pizza in about five minutes. We better start queuing up now because one square inch of French bread pizza, I have nothing else to do with my life. So I'm just going to stand in line like a mope. Am I going to buy French bread pizza to take home? Probably not. But how can I pass up a small free piece of pizza that's going to be so molten hot, I'll be wishing somebody was giving out free samples of any sort of liquid because I've now seared my mouth after waiting five minutes for these idiots. I'm in the back, and I'm trying to go, and there is an, a woman, my not much older than me, maybe my age, you know, elderly, who is just walking down the middle. The, the middle is the only way to go now because I got slack-jawed trash pandas over here. I got opioid rotisserie chicken addicts over here. There's one little way to get down through the through to get from like the bakery section over to the other stuff. And she just keeps stopping. She ju just, just keeps stopping in, you know, in the middle of the aisle. And I'm under my breath going, God damn it. God damn it. And I can't get around her because she's also she's also serpentine, you know, like she's trying to avoid assassin's bullets. She won't walk in a straight line. She's and so finally she moves, she veers right, and I zoom the cart left just as she starts to sweeve back left and almost hits the cart. And she looks at me and I just shoot her a look and she said something. Um, I don't know what. She she was smart enough to say it under breath. And I'm like, oh. So I'm enraged. I, I can't, I, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to, I'm aware of it, which I guess is the first step. I may have to just start having ordering groceries from Amazon or wherever, or doing curbside pickup. Um, because I'm losing my mind everywhere I go. Maybe I, I've got, you know, like everybody, I've got a lot on my mind. And then this is just what I don't need. But oh my God, what's going on with the chickens? There. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I rarely go to the grocery store anymore because my wife buys everything on online. She just uses the Aldi. She buys online with Aldi. She drives up. They stick it in the back of the car. Uh, she barely goes into the stores. I never. I got to tell you, I've been to Aldi. I uh, started going to Aldi again for certain things. Aldi, I'm good. They've put in a ton of self-checkout things. Boom, boom. I'm in and out of the Aldi. I don't, I don't have to mess with the Aldi. You know, hmm. I'm fine with it, but, uh, but the driving, I know I'm either going to like today, today coming home, I'm in, I'm in the neighborhood. I turn off Harlem and there's a guy in front of me and he pulls up to a stop sign 
and he stops. And then he didn't go anywhere. Now there's no, it's a residential area. So you stop, you look, there's no kids, no cars, you go. He stops and he's just sitting there. God only knows what he was doing. I'm guessing he's, you know, giving himself a little happy, happy time or texting or just being an overall jackass. So I give him a honk and then he does the, you know, just takes his foot off the brake and starts to coast and then full arm out the window. Bam. 100% bird. He, he flips you off seriously? Arm all the way out like he's making the right turn signal with his hand, and he flips me off, and I'm like, mm. Dude, all right, you know how I drove back from uh, Kansas City a few weeks yes. ago? After visiting family? So, you know, it's a eight-hour drive Probably, yeah. About eight, eight, eight hours, and, uh, you know, I got two kids in the car, right? Yes, and you do. that complicates things. You want to get home fast. And yeah, it was like two or three hours into the trip and we're on, you know, we're zipping down the yeah. highway. There's two lanes and, you know, I'm in the left lane because I'm going a little bit faster and I just get up against this guy. And this guy was driving in sync with the guy in the oh. other lane for 20 miles. I call that an I mean, asshole was, blockade. It just never stopped. And, and, you know, my wife is, you know, it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't like tail, like I never tail, right? Like I, I never tailgate somebody, right? Because I'm a safe driver, like, and there's no reason for that. I know I'm not going to get there any faster if I'm two feet away from the guy's bumper. Um, maybe I was a little closer than he wanted, but like for that length of time, and then I'm like, do I honk? Flash your brights. No. Oh, it was the middle of the day. It's still, flash them. You think that's, that's the way to go? Way. Yeah. It's the way to go. It's the universal signal for get the hell out of the way. Most First people all, ignore it, was, it, but it is. It was. No, it was Kansas, which I don't know much about, slash downstate Illinois, Missouri, right? So I assume everyone's got a gun. Everyone has a shotgun. Most of them saw it off. Someone's going to, he's just, he's, I, you know, I had a family to protect. And I also didn't want him to get pissed off and do what you said and do the revenge, uh, the revenge, you know. Where he just like, slows down and then won't let you. Yeah, we just slowed us down. That weird clicking sound in the background, in case you caught that on the podcast, was I'm I'm winding up my um, insulin. Oh, now I hear it. I didn't hear it before. Do a little extra. Yeah, it was, it was, you might have heard it. Uh, the audio podcast might hear okay. it. So anyway, sorry about sure. that. Uh, I hate when there's weird artifacts in audio. Mike, uh, Mike anyway, agrees. Uh, flashing, is, flashing him is a way to go. I get your point, I though. Know. I think everybody has a gun, which is how I know that road rage is how I'm going to end up dead. Everyone does I have know. a gun. And people are shooting everybody. It doesn't matter. You know, everybody's shooting everybody. Go to the mall, you get shot. You're in your front yard, you get shot. You go to school, you get shot. Driving down the road, you get shot. You're standing at the bus stop, you get run over. So <laughs> my parents were telling me when I was in Rockford, my parents were telling me that uh, there were some moms that brought their kid to a bus stop in Rockford and an altercation broke out and one of the moms stabbed another one of the moms. She was packing a knife. That's old school. And the worst thing is, in America, it's actually surprising she didn't have yeah. a gun. It's quaint. It's almost quaint it's, that it's, she stabbed yeah, somebody. It's, it's, like she, like my the question was the jets. Right. My question, my question was like, was like, why did she have a knife on her? And the counter to that was, well, it's actually surprising it wasn't a gun. Like it's not surprising if someone's carrying right. a knife on them because they're carrying a knife on them. 
the surprising that they're carrying a knife because the knife's not a gun. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's... It's to, to have somebody stab somebody, unless it's like some lunatic with like a machete, then you go, holy cow, that guy's crazy. But just a random, just you're carrying a knife, you know? Just, oh, I got a knife, a switchblade, I got a butterfly knife, whatever you got, just carrying it around, just in case. Yeah. You know? Because that's somebody who knows that if they get in a scrape, they want to feel the life drain from you. That's uh, you know, because you gotta you gotta get up close to to stab somebody. You know, it's not like think? a gun. A gun is a cowardly way. You'd be far away and shoot somebody. But if you're you're hardcore, if you're gonna go, you know what? I'm stabbing this mf'er. I'm gonna right up. I'm gonna cut his throat. So I I actually saw when uh, one of the first shows I ever saw with my wife was McSith. McSith. Oh, like Macbeth Star Wars. Yes, it was a Jedi, Jedi themed Macbeth, uh, which I also didn't know was essentially being put on by a children's theater. So that was a, you know, (laughs) coming from my, my wife, the, the cinemaphile PhD in comparative literature, uh, high art, bringing her to that was, was generally kind of embarrassing, but we didn't hate it. So we actually stayed, but at the end, (laughs) the reason I bring this up is because the one very actually very interesting thing that uh that happened they did like a Q&A right after okay. we sat there for a minute we're like okay cuz some of the like there were a couple adult actors of course <laughs> kind of doing it and then it was more kids were just the you know the sure. chorus and stuff um but they talked about somebody asked like what did you think of like Shakespeare's Romeo you know the Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and the guns right. and stuff uh, because right, this is another interpretation, right, of of Shakespeare. You're taking it in the Jedi, and they say like, why don't you use blasters or anything like that? And they said because when you have a weapon like a sword or a knife, it signals intent, and an actor can actually act with intention with the, the weapon, so it becomes like almost its own kind of like character. Yeah. I'm not expressing it as well as he was, but to your point about like you know you really want to stab the person, right? Like. There's a, I thought that was a cool, like yeah. artistic insight into like mayhem, how a wep, how a like physical bludgeoning weapon can be used on stage by a trained actor versus like a gun, which like it, it's, it, you know, in a lot of action movies, it's just like bang, bang, yeah, bang, everybody's bang, shooting like, everybody nonstop. There's no, there's no personality. There's no personality at all. Right. So it, the two times there were ever personality ever in film with guns were the time Han shot first, which he did. Don't add me. And the, and the time Indiana Jones shot the dude with the, with the whip, whip or whatever. Good. Yeah. That was like the best. That was the best. I think, gun thing I think I, I would add in the original dirty Harry, the whole thing with this, did I fire six shots or only five? Uh, this, uh, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world. It'll blow your head clean off. You know, that, that was, that, that was a, a pretty intense. I, I watched a horrible movie the other night with Arnold Schwarzenegger and they used every kind of gun imaginable from a 50 caliber to a rocket launcher, to a bazooka, to a handgun. A guy shot somebody with a flare gun. There, it was like, holy God, they have used every piece of weaponry in the world. And the, all that shooting could not save that movie. It's amazing. Could not. Um, so, well, I'm glad he didn't kill anybody at Costco. No, I'm that's not. I, see, I know that. That's why. Thank God, I don't. Uh, you know, I'm not strapped. You know, I'm not GI Joe. Yeah. Um, so I, that's how I'm going to end up. Somebody's just going to shoot me. 
You know, Molly, Molly told me that one time in New Orleans because I honked at somebody. They're shooting everybody down here for honking. You can't honk. I'm like, I also can't just sit. I can't just, it's a horrible habit or a horrible character trait that I get so infuriated because other people don't follow the rules. You know, I'm like, can't we all just follow the rules and everybody would be able to move along? And I know that sounds Pollyanna, not Pollyanna Brewing, great beer, not, uh, not the same plug bing ding 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 um but yeah that's so that's that's and i've also been I, i'm on edge because uh we've been we've been helping out a lot with my mom over the last nice transition thank brian thank you cody it's been what are we at week number four uh we're on the second glaucoma surgery so she had one and um first one she had I took her and picked her up and all that. And this is, this is, I, I really need to talk to other people who are caring for elderly parents because the difference between me helping my mom now and you taking care of your son, not all that different. Uh, my mom will often say no milk, no book. Um, she will. Does she sing born in the USA? A she lot? doesn't, but she does tell Debbie to sit. So okay. Debbie will, will sit? sit. Um, and she will just randomly call us, which you know, uh, you gotta tell your son to quit uh, calling me. He's calling me all the time, he's on the phone with me nonstop. The kids, kids I like, know. oh my god. Um, that was sidebar, tell that story because it was the it was the funniest, cutest thing, and it actually it actually melted my uh my Grinch-like heart for a minute. My son grabbed my continuous glucose monitor, which is smaller than a phone. It's uh, I'll hold them up. This is my phone. This is the CGM. So clearly it's smaller, but it looks like a phone and it's got a screen yeah. that like lights up. Right. So you got the screen that lights up and uh, he, he grabs it and he's he's like, oh, I'm texting Brian. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, OK. And uh, he said he's texting Brian. So I grabbed my phone quick and I, I turn on the camera and I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? He's like, I'm calling Brian. Hello? Oh, I was just talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you asked him again, who you called? I'm calling Debbie. Oh, yeah. So she was very happy. She calling... got a call too. Oh, yeah. He called Brian. He called Debbie and he was talking. He kept dropping the phone <laughs> and then picking it up. And he, he says these phrases that my wife and I say. And it's like so funny. Like earlier today, uh, we were doing something. And he's like, hey, guys, let's do this. <laughs> like, All right. Okay. We're guys now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, so, but you kindly, so I sent you the video right away because I'm like, this is adorable. Uh, my wife actually puts it in one of the top like five videos. We it was have hilarious. It was Debbie um, and I were crying. We were laughing so very, hard. I'm very glad. Very kindly, you and Debbie sent a video back being like, hey, you know, we missed, sorry, we missed your call. And <laughs> it was very funny. And I showed it to him. And then uh, at the end, you're like, okay, we'll see you soon. Bye. And, uh, and, and when the video ends, he goes, bye, Brian and Debbie. <laughs> See you soon. Well, that's great. nice. I'm glad he likes us. So kids, <laughs> cause cool. he's, yeah, he's kids very cool. Uh, but that's cute. I can't make any videos like that of my mother. Um, no, no. you can't give her, you can't give her one of, uh, Debbie's diabetes devices or something. And no, the problem is she'll it, she actually, she'll her. actually pick up the phone and, and call people. Um, which oh, is not a problem. Give her my number. Uh, you want to talk? Number. I'll give her. I'll give her your son's number. They can have a conversation. Um, <laughs> she would talk to the. The thing is, she's alone a lot. 
And so when people are there, she wants to talk. Now that, that talking part isn't the problem. And it's not really a problem. It's some things are getting troublesome though. But like after the sur before the surgery, I was like, Hey Ma, you want, um, you know, I'll stay at your house the night of the, or Debbie's going to stay at your house the night of the surgery and work from work from your house the day after. Well, why would you do that? You know, I don't know. Cause you're having surgery and probably need somebody in the house that night. No, that's no, that's not, I don't need that. Okay. So then it's the day before the surgery at about five o'clock. I just got back from the doctor. Uh, they said I needed somebody to stay with me tomorrow and Friday. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Cause I thought I had, uh, thought I had said that. Well, you did, but uh, okay. Now I need it. And I don't know what to do. And I, I said, don't worry. We'll, we'll, it'll all be taken care of. So the first weekend, thank God for Debbie. I'm saying this in public. I, because one, um, it's my mom and we're not getting a lot of outside help. And, um, so, you know, she could be, she could be the horrible daughter-in-law of lore, you know, from fairy tales or whatever, and said, no, it's your mother. You have to do that. But she's nice, which doesn't explain how she's stuck around with me that long, other than she also mm. has pity for dumb creatures. So, um, like, Debbie stayed there the night of the surgery, and then Friday night, and I went over and stayed Saturday night. Then Debbie came back and Sunday night and worked there Monday. And and the first the first week, one of my brothers took her. Um, and she went to live at their house. So we're looking because it was last minute. We didn't, and you know, you can't just hire somebody to come in and because she can't give herself the drops. That's the problem. She has to give herself eye drops, and she's got bad arthritis, right. so she can only get her arms up to about here, and she can't do the drops. I think I told you that before. Well. She still is convinced that if she practices enough, she can give herself the drops. I'm like, only if they're oral, you know, that, that's the only way you could, if they went in your mouth, you could do it in your eyes. It's not happening. So then the second surgery was coming up last week and I'm trying to figure out logistics of what to do and nobody can do anything. And so we're like, all right, we'll take it. And so now Debbie, Debbie came home today. My aunt's going to help out the next couple days. Then Debbie's going to work from there on Friday. I'm going to take uh, Mike. I did try the uh, eye, dra eye drop contraption. The problem is it. Yes, it holds the eyedropper over the eye, but she still can't get her arms up high enough to do it. I need to invent like a selfie stick where you can have your arm down at your side and get the eyedropper up there to squeeze it. So yes, I looked at all different kinds of uh, those eyedrop contraptions. The problem is she can't squeeze it. She can't get her hands up high enough to squeeze it. Hmm. So anyway, um, next week, Debbie is staying the entire week. At my wow. House. The entire week. Why? And what are you doing? Well, well you're I'm, hanging out. The no, box. I'm teaching and then I'm doing radio and I could like, I'll, if there's, depending on my radio schedule, I'll go out there and do some of that. But I cannot, I can't do my other, my other jobs from her house. Like Debbie got permission to work the extra three days remotely next week. So Debbie can still work. 
at my mom's house. Cause really she's only needed a couple times a day for a minute and a half to go and drop, drop and, and it's back to work. And my mom goes on about her business and does whatever she's got to do and uh, talks and, you know, tells stories that we've heard a thousand times. Uh, and then, um, so that, so Debbie can work and, you know, then it'll be, then it'll be done, but there's all kinds of stuff going on. Other stuff that I probably better not talk about because people she knows listen to this and uh, I don't want to turn it. But when you're, when your parents get to a certain age, it becomes like you're taking care of a child again through no fault of their own. They're just, they're, you know, and then it, then that's where Molly will have it easy. She can just, uh, you know, She'll be able to do whatever she wants because she doesn't have to check with any siblings. It's like, oh, dad should just be put out in the woods like a, a dog and let to wander off to his doom. That, that'll that yeah. be fine. And, and she won't have to answer to anybody for that. Everybody go, what happened to your dad? I don't know. One day he was there and then it, it just wandered off, you know, went out, <laughs> went out and laid down in the grass. That was pretty much it. Uh, whereas I have four other people who I have to consult on every decision and you know, the, you, you go through a sibling dynamics and every, everybody's got their own personality and trying to, uh, trying to do all this stuff. So it's like, uh, and yeah, no, I'm not, listen, I would what kind of jerk. Would I be if I just stayed home and let Debbie go out there and deal with my mom and just, just went, Hey, somebody's got, my mom's even asking if the dogs can come. So like this weekend, I'm giving Debbie mother's day weekend off. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be there all weekend, which is weird sleeping in my old room, even though it's been repainted and there's new furniture and stuff. I'm sleeping in my boyhood room, which is your boyhood, my boyhood room? room. Yes. Cause she's been in the same, same house since before I was born. They bought the house. Huh. They bought the house less than a year after they were married. And then I came along. Boom. Yeah. Man, so I'm in, and you know, whatever. It's just, it's just a lot. And anybody who has to go, and someday, someday, Cody, uh, your parents will get old and you and your siblings will have to do those kind of things. And it'll just be like, oh boy. Yeah, I saw them do it for their parents. Yeah. You know? And you know what it is? It reminds you of your own mortality, too. Because one of the things is my mom is just, she wants to be adept at technology. But it didn't come along till she was, you know, in her fifties and or sixties, probably. How long's the internet been around? Not that long. So she was in her sixties or sixty when, because she's eighty-seven now. So when, when, like, yeah, yeah, about. Uh, she's and she yeah, didn't have a computer yeah, right away, you know. So yeah, it was. It's it's hard, and we worry, you know. Because a lot of things get clicked, and there's a lot of dark hats out there. A lot of black hats doing black hat stuff. Oh yeah, no, my my grandmom got hit by one of those. Uh, I think uh, when her in her mid eighties, you know, they called said, "Hey, we you got to give us your all these numbers for this reason." Yep. You know, we're calling from this government office, blah blah blah, and they just stole. Yep, stuff. that's people. People. Suck. Yes, people do suck. Oh, Tammy says your brother should do something special for Debbie. Thank you, Tammy. You're right, but you don't know my brothers. Um, <laughs> only two of them actually thank Debbie for picking up the slack and taking these days. <laughs> two of them said nothing. So, 
so that's a but yeah so that's what's that's uh that's really what's going on with me cody i know you have stories so please please share one or two of your issues no not you've got others no it's i mean that's to, i just I, you know we gotta we we talk about anything no it's a i mean it's a, it's a lot and i i you know i'm the only i i'm the only one that doesn't live in the same town as my parents yeah but you don't live siblings. that far you know no i don't i mean obviously i'll pitch in but i'm not i'm not taking point on no. that right like and and i would but it's it doesn't i mean i was the last person to see their house after mm. i got hit by the tornado yeah. you know and and that was a whole thing because i felt guilty because i wasn't close but i had families you know right. i have a family and I can't, you know, I can't always just jump in a car and zip an hour because of schedules. Right, and, yeah. You know, my wife works weekends and stuff. And then it's like, well, but then I'm, a, I'm at a bad son, you know? And it's like, well, that's a crappy feeling. Also, I kind of am at a, dis a disadvantage because I have the biggest family. I'm the only one with two kids that are little to take care of right now. Um, so then there's that whole thing. And then it's like, you know, do I, do I go, do they want me there? You know, there's damage. I can't have my son running around with broken glass. You know, there's all that. And it's like, I can't do anything right. about it. Right. But I still got to get, and it's just, it was just this whole thing and it's all that kind of stuff. Right. It's, you know, it, anytime anything minor happens to either of my parents, like, do I just like hop in the car and zip over when I've got my, when my siblings there? To actually take care yeah. of and do no, stuff. No, I, I think you know. I mean, in your it, case, you have a young, you have young kids, and yes, if they needed you and they said, "Hey, can you please come up? We need your help." You would go. You you would right. go in a heartbeat. And even if they didn't ask, if you knew none of your other siblings could help out, you would find a way to be up there. But right. But the thing is, we have this very—I don't know if you want to call it very Italian or very Catholic or very Irish or whatever culturally we are. There's a there's a lot of, of guilt. Of course, there is. Uh, I think, or maybe it's just family. Maybe just with any family, there's just a lot of guilt stuff associated with it and pressures that like shouldn't be there but are. One of my siblings got on me for not jumping in a car and zipping. Oh, over. really? And I'm like, there's no practical reason why this should happen. Um, so we got into it. We kind of got into it over that. Um, I've learned over the know. years. Uh, that's the one thing I have evolved. Like now when I deal with my brothers, I do not try to be in charge because ever since we were little, they all thought that I was my mom's favorite, which I probably am. I'm the best of the five. Uh, but we knew my brother Dennis was my dad's favorite. Um, mm. cause my dad was the second child and Dennis was the second child. And that's fine. But I also learned with the five personalities, if I try to impose my will, there's going to be a knockdown drag out fight. So now I, I have evolved to the point where I go, fellas, I don't know what to do. I need your help. So here's the situation. I have this idea, but I want all your ideas so we can come up with this as a group. And usually one doesn't want to get involved. One acts like he's smarter than everybody. He doesn't care. And then two kind of coalesce with their vision. And I just sit back and then I go, okay, well, I'll, I'll be there and I'll take, you know, if that's what you want to do, I'll take care of it. <laughs> so it avoids, it avoids wow. all the hassles. Cause yeah, that's fair. it's like, you know, 
she's still buying stuff in bulk, like crazy stuff in bulk. And I go over there and there's cases of stuff. Like, and so we had convinced her, you don't need to buy in bulk. You're one 87 year old woman. You, you don't need this much of anything. You know, you don't need two family sized jars of peanut butter when you maybe eat peanut butter once a month. I, I was like a small jar of peanut butter is probably good. And, and you don't need all this. So we go over the other day and there's a case of these, uh, rip off gummies, not, 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 not CH THC gummies, some like weird vitamin that is supposed to help. And supposedly Oprah has endorsed it and blah, blah, blah. And oh, she doesn't, Oprah. my mom doesn't tell me, but she says to Debbie, I know that I told them I was not going to buy this kind of stuff anymore, but I did it anyway. And <laughs> Oprah endorsed this blah, blah, blah. So today Debbie pulls up an article that where Oprah is quoted as saying, I do not endorse any sort of product unless it's on my Christmas show where I put out my Christmas list. She goes, they've, anytime you see my picture or my name saying I endorse something, it is a lie. And so Debbie shows this to my mom. Well, uh, I heard, I heard her, her voice saying it. And Debbie's like, yeah, they edited pieces of her talking together. It's not true. Look at Reed. It's like it's like trying to convince a MAGA person of facts. It's like oh, it's like man. look at the facts, and um, and then it's like Debbie's like, plus you don't know what's in this. You're on a lot of medication. You can't just be taking random stuff off the internet because you think Oprah told you to take it. It's like uh, this is this is where it starts. It starts to get worrisome, you know. Well, that segues us perfectly. Yes. Into uh, into the thing that I didn't do last week that I tried to do and almost did. And I, I you we talked a few weeks ago about how I don't I posted on LinkedIn and said I don't do much prep for the show. Correct. So I actually did a, an, a significant amount of prep for last week. It show. turned out to be a mistake, didn't it? It turned out to be a mistake. <laughs> it turned, so the the prep technically would have been for naught anyway. Oh? But uh, speaking of stitching together and editing things, uh, I made an AI Brian Noonan voice. What? I took a recording. I took a podcast of you from WTMJ. Uh -huh. I edited out the other voices. So it was just you. I uploaded it to an AI voice maker, and I made an AI Brian Noonan voice. That's why you texted me if I, about a, the podcast stuff? Yeah. Texted you and I was like, "Hey, do you have a recent recording of just you talking?" Uh, so all right, don't get, don't worry, it doesn't work oh. well. So, but, but, <laughs> but neither do I. The, the web, so well, I, I gotta tell you, the website itself works fantastically. So I don't remember the name of this site. I, I, so listener, tune into this podcast for the next probably in the next month. I'm going to fine tune this and figure out how to make it into a segment. Um, but I actually paid for a subscription for this. It's only like, it was like a dollar for the first month. It's like five bucks a month. Okay. Um, but it, it, you can upload up to five. Well, you can upload as much audio as you want, but it says beyond five minutes, it doesn't really help the algorithm, but you upload five ish minutes, a little more, a little less. And it, it stitches together an AI voice. And then there's two sliders you can slide. 
One is for uh, essentially uh, variety, like variation in voice. Okay. So if it's up to the max, it's probably going to sound really accurate, but monotone. And if you slide it the other way, it'll be more expressive, but sometimes the expressiveness is in random places <laughs> and it just sounds all right. Sounds kind of funky, like like realities may vary, Brian. And that is how I feel about that. Like, it's just so weird. does it is it just creating what you've uploaded or is it taking the the tone and the sound of the voice and then you can do anything you type in our in, voice? You type whatever you want. Oh no. You can type whatever you want. Wow. That's terrifying so, me. Uh yeah. So I have <laughs> yeah. so I have one sound file. I mean, it's not really it's not really gonna sound that like uh God, where on my phone will this even be? Because I switched to a galaxy uh and I don't know oh, no. where the files are. Like there's like because there's gonna be an app called like files, right? Or right. like on, on Google's phone, it's called Files. I don't know what the hell it is here. I don't know how to open files. So you went from a this. Google phone to a a Galaxy phone. I did go to a Galaxy phone. I, how do? You, where are your? Oh, my files. See, like, that's how arbitrary. Debbie's that? trying to convince me to get a new phone because she cause, well because she went to get her phone was doing something. I don't know. And so she went and she got uh, whatever the newest iPhone is. She's like, oh, and our bill went down and it was bubble. And the phone was free. I got the phone's not free. We're paying, we're paying for the phone every. And she and then the guy at the guy at the uh, AT and T store was like, oh, what about your husband's phone? He's got an iPhone eight. She's like, what? And he's a what? An iPhone eight. It's a dial up. Um, because a few years ago, like pre-pandemic, they tried to get me to upgrade. They had gotten me, I think this was when it was the 11 or the 12 Max, and it was some crazy phone. And I was like, I don't need this phone. I don't want all this stuff. So uh, we compromised, and I got the 8. And that was okay. that was when I think they were, they were on 12. So I got the, the 8, which was like the lowest phone they still carried in the store. And... It seems to work fine, uh, but Debbie's like, "Well, they said you're, you know, you can come in and trade your phone in, and it's, it's uh, probably going to drop our bill, and you're, you know, you're, we're only going to be paying, and you, you never really are paying for the phone because it's, you're always paying for the phone." I'm like, "Wait, huh? I never pay for the phone because I'm always paying for the phone. How does that work?" Well, it's because. You know, it's not like you have to pay the $1,200 for the phone. They just put it on your bill. And then in a couple of years, you'll be able to get a new phone and it'll still, you'll still be paying. So you're always paying, but you've never actually had to pay for the phone. I, I don't understand that logic at all. You're making my head hurt. I'm going to go scroll through my old phone. Yeah. It's no. a hand crank. That's how I scroll. No, the only, that's good. The only, uh, like the, like the manual windows. Uh -huh. <laughs> Um, the, the only, uh, like reason I have a Samsung now is because I had the pixel seven pro and I hate okay. it. Like I haven't talked about the pig, the, my phone. I remember you said you this. hated your old phone. Really hate it. So, uh, uh, quick recap, pixel two X I've, I've talked about it on the show. I've talked about it on the show, pick pixel two XL best phone I've ever had ever. I still have right. it. If I need to reactivate, it, it's great. Pixel four, a blue pixel five, a blue pixel seven pro 
unusable. So I literally, wow. I got it, like, got it like three months ago and I just bought a Samsung. I'm just like, I'm done with Google. And then Google introduced, now Google's doing like a flip pixel or whatever, a foldable pixel, pixel or whatever. And I'm like, maybe they should make the regular yeah, one. Yeah, how about, yeah, right. stop with the craziness. So my friends and I have been texting about some stupid Star Wars game that I don't play that they play. But anyway, I, so I got, I made my friend say Jedi, Jedi cock uh, <laughs> in adult content. It's not really it's not. though. Like You're talking about, you, I, I was, let's tell everybody the truth. Your friend is a poultry farmer. He is. He's so he has dressed up one of his roosters as a Jedi. So I, I made this. I made this sound file. Jedi cock. <laughs> I did. You hear that? Right. Sounded like he was on a top. Jedi cock. Sounds like he's on a top forty station. Uh, right, but it sounds like he said it. But it sounds like a person said right. it, right? Yeah. And that's not. I just typed it. Oh my god. So so here's the thing. The re the reason I started messing with this is because he made an AI voice of me that is terrifyingly accurate. Oh no! Everything he has everything he has had me say is filthy, like utterly filthy, un unusable on this show. I'll I I don't know what samples he used. I will ask him to make something appropriate for the show and and play some clips at some point in the next few weeks, but. So I, in return, made a voice of him. And now in our group text with all my high school friends, anytime I want to say something sarcastic or glib, I just make a sound file of him saying it in his voice. And I send that. And it's hilarious every time. Now, I have let you talk uninterrupted. So theoretically, I could take this chunk that where you were explaining this, mm -hmm. upload it into this app. It would then figure out your intonations and the way you speak. And then I could also make really filthy things of, uh, that you say. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. And what, how are we not afraid of this? Oh, it's, it's, it's utterly terrifying. I saw an article today posted by our old boss, Tom Langmire of, uh, music station saying, yeah, we're AI is going to be great. We're going to be able to do all these, you know, instead of having a person voice track, you know, because radio is a, a poop pile when it comes to a lot of most of it, uh, except WTMJ Milwaukee. Fantastic. Um, that, you know, music stations and maybe someday even talk stations will be able to have AI generated radio shows. Now, the talk, I don't really believe, uh, especially for local stuff. Yeah. Maybe th these national shows that they always talk about the same thing, um, they'll be able to do that. But music stations, and it's it's sad, it's terrifying, but it also shows the state of the industry where they're like, you know what, we don't even need human beings to introduce the latest Jonas Brothers song. Maybe a local morning show to uh, keep the hijinks going because you always need a slide whistle and uh, you know some bad puns and a place for mm -hmm. road comics to come in and do their. Uh, do their preset bits. But uh, the rest of the day, when it's just, you know, introducing whatever format of music you have, AI is going to take over. I mean, for talk radio, maybe not the, uh, maybe not the hosts, but news, traffic, weather. Right, because you can also, one of the points, Tom made a point in his commentary about it. Like, remember how we used to, at GN, they used to run the same news all night after a certain point, the same weather, everything, all night. 
and none of it was accurate after the first time after the first report basically mm -hmm. well now ai can change that they could just yeah. you know everything will be up to date so uh these corporations have done it to themselves yeah well look i spent at least an hour cutting out because the thing with the ai thing is you got to upload individual tracks of the person's voice so with tmg i had to edit out anytime your producer jumped right. in in any any clips or sound effects you played so i had to listen and i had to you know like cut stuff out so it, it took a while but i i tried it with you and i tried it with john martin oh. my co-host on game life balance us because i have a ton of i have a ton of audio sure. with john that was easy for me to grab because I have his local recordings and uh and I wanted to do an episode of Game Life Balance without him <laughs> as a joke. And I told him this. I'm like, John, get ready. I'm gonna do your AI voice. Uh not it doesn't work for either of you. It like it works, but what it spits out is um his his timbre is totally okay. different. His tone is totally different, and yours is really high. Really? For some reason, AI picks up on the, like, higher uh, points of your voice, and it just Well, on radio, I like... talk like this. Yeah, it, it doesn't. And I, I'm not sure if I need to give it less footage or more footage or, like, you doing a more serious you want story me to do, or something. Uh, you want me to do some Barry White? Get it right down here? May, may, you, you know doing? what I need to do? Yeah. I need to go into our podcast archive, right and I need to get... I need to get tawdry sex. Oh yeah. Or Emperor Finahito. Oh, that would be very good. The Emperor Actually, could I, come uh, back. I have a friend in high school. We 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 made this high school, uh, this stupid movie in high school, like a home movie. And he does this like terrible, like kind of British accent the whole time. <laughs> Hello. I actually isolated it and ran it through the AI, and it was un you just couldn't even understand it. Because it's a <laughs> Think about it. It's a bad, inconsistent British right. accent. So the AI is learning this, and it's, it just makes a bad, inconsistent. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, the reason, by the way, I'm not right now playing a clip of what Brian's came out with on the show is because I ran out of uh, of words to process into it. You get a word limit oh, okay. on my month on the monthly plan. And I ran out when I was trying to make my other friend do something filthy. <laughs> so well, listen, I, you got to have priorities. And that, that sounds, I'll be honest, that's a bigger priority. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could have you say like, I have three characters left. So let's do the Brian Noonan voice. I'll make it stable. We'll do this. All right. Let's see. This is you saying, Hey, 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 this okay. kind of you can't really you don't get much out of that now right uh maybe i'll upgrade my account but again that's why wow. in the next where's my where's my uh, what would we have to do to do one of these completely ai it'd be a shorter so it'd get, be a shorter show obviously uh hold on it's free forever five bucks for starter although one dollar for the first month creator i get a hundred thousand characters per month instead of thirty thousand characters per Ooh. month but it's 22 wow. bucks Oh, and this has a commercial license included because you're supposed to own the rights to whatever you use. I kind of did yours under the radar because I hope you don't sue me. You know, I just kind of assume. Depends what um, it I depends can... where you release because one day you will turn on me too, and uh, when that happens, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm getting doxxed and canceled because I said the most horrific things. Um, like the guy, the did you you probably didn't hear the story of the uh, Oakland A's baseball announcer. The other night 
I did hear yes. that story. I don't watch. I, heard, I don't watch I you doing any of that craziness that. with my voice. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's uh, yeah, it's super freaky. It is super, but freaky. it's it's come a long way. Like I like, yeah. Hearing you will be funny for the show, but hearing me, I think, will be freaky because he really does do. And like, I sent it to Ashley, my old yeah. co-host on Curiosity Daily, and Ashley was like, "That's really close, but I can tell." But like. Ashley, like you'll know, you'll know it's right. Not but me. other people, if you just, if you were just, you know, doing a new Jerky Boys, you, could, yeah. <laughs> you could just live your life like a Jerky Boy and have your AI, have your AI stuff. You know what's funny too? Uh, my wife pointed this out. I will go to the Brian. I will go to the ends of the earth to troll my friends. Nice. When I was in eighth grade, I taught myself HTML and web design just to make a parody of Icebag John's website. <laughs> That's true. That's a true story. Uh, I I bought VCR conversion Ooh. software so that I could put old uh, home videos of my friends on YouTube to give them for Christmas because I thought it'd be funny. And that included a, a song from our band class that my friend hates. <laughs> And still references 20 years later. Uh, and I do not pay for things. Like, I pay for Final Fantasy 14. Okay. That's it. I don't pay for Netflix. I use the family members. I don't pay for Disney+. Plus. I don't pay for... Uh, HB, uh, the, the Max comes with my sure. cable subscription. Like, I am so cheap. I don't, I don't pay. I download illegally any movie or TV show I really Wow, need. is this like, something I you just, really want to be admitting? Not illegally. It's... It's with a VPN. It's not. It doesn't matter. The <laughs> point right. is, I'm cheap and I don't spend money on things. Right. And I'm thinking about paying $20 a month just so I can make stupid AI voices of my friends. And the amount of time so, it will take you to edit and move things around and do it. But it, there, there's how you fill your free time. If we circle back to the beginning of the show, that is how you take care of your free time. Any free moment you have, you're coming up with the most filthy, disgusting, vile things for your friends' AI voices to say. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I wonder, you Could know, you record, wonder... could you have your AI voice like read uh, bedtime stories to your children so you don't have to be there? Maybe. Uh, yes, actually. I wonder, oh, history. Oh, I actually can, I actually can play some of the old, oh, I, you know what? I do have some of the old audio of you. Uh, that I couldn't get oh, to work, okay. right? All right, I just got to find it. I didn't realize that this actually keeps the history. I used most of my, I used most of my characters trying to get, um, trying to get my friend Logan's voice to say the Scott Steiner math promo okay. from WCW. Just Google Scott Steiner math. It's the greatest promo. <laughs> any. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Here is what uh, it spat out for you. Welcome to Realities May Vary, the podcast where Cody does a bunch of ridiculous stuff like make me talk in an AI voice like some lunatic robot. Wow. It's Not pretty bad. close. Actually, I want to see if I can share my screen and just like play it from the actual computer. Right. Yeah, you can so share your sound screen. So dumpy. Okay, will it share the audio though? Should. We'll try it. Oh, yeah. It says share tab audio. Okay. All right. All right. Give me a yeah, second. I'm going to do this. I'll, while I'm doing this, I'll show this to you. This is a battle coin or challenge coin. And it's not from a video game or a Pokemon. Uh, they started in the military 
This is from the former fire chief from the San Francisco Fire Department, uh, Joanne Hayes-White. And it's got the San Francisco Fire Department logo on the front and her name. And then it's got uh, the fire department stuff on the back. And the deal with these are, so she was the inductee that I was responsible for at the Hall of Fame Gala, which was a week ago Saturday at the Irish American Hall of Fame. And so I'd been working with her since December, getting all her stuff together. She's a very nice woman. Uh, first female, first female fire chief of a major metropolitan department. Uh, very, very cool woman. So she came in and she had brought her chief's helmet and some other things. Cause we do, you've been there for the gala. We do a little display in the library of all the inductees. And yes. one of the things she sent was this, battle coin or some people call it a challenge coin but it's battle coin and so we had it all laid out when she got there and she was like oh it looks beautiful and i said don't worry as soon as we go in to the dinner we're going to bag this all back up as you can have it and she said no uh she told the woman who was going to bag it she goes that coin is brian's and i'm like what she goes yeah this coin is yours and she says have you ever heard of these and i said no and she said all right well started in the military and once i give this to you means we're family and the next time i see you if you don't have this coin with you then you owe me a drink and if you do have the coin with you i owe you a drink she said so put out your hand and i put up my hand she had it palmed in hers and she passed it to me and she goes your family now and so i was telling this story and the chair of the hall of fame um, Father Tom Mulcrone was the chaplain for the Chicago Fire Department for years and years and years, and he was inducted that night as well before he had given her his challenge coin. And somebody years past who had been inducted had given her husband their challenge coin, which he had brought that night just in case that person was there. So I didn't know about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm with two other people who were holding somebody else's, uh, Battle coin, the challenge coin. So it was pretty cool. So it's, um, yeah, it's something I will treasure and I'll make sure anytime, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll ever be in San Francisco or next time she comes to Chicago. Um, so uh, that was, that was really cool. And Cody, I killed it again as the, uh, as the host, you got to see me MC it once. Um, destroy. I had a, I actually had a running bit that was an ad lib um that ended up having part of the crowd and some of the inductees playing along because oh. i had seen one of the videos was a, a new video was about legacy and our legacy and the the uh, inductees legacies and blah 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 and so i was like well there's where i'll write my comments about so i said you know started out and i won't do them all but it was basically you're going to hear a lot about legacy tonight and i told about going to ireland and standing in my grandmother's house and then going and spending time with, you know, my uh, the brothers of my grandmother that I had never gotten to meet, and standing at the train station where, and all that. And I said, well, that's my family's legacy, and blah 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 blah. And then, as I'm writing it, I'm like, oh, I'm saying legacy a lot. So I I said, and yes, just in case you're wondering, I get paid five dollars every time I say legacy. So we're going to be keeping <laughs> track. And as the night went on, 
like every once in a while, people would just shout out legacy and <laughs> point to him and go, I'm up to $130. And then a couple of the inductees would turn and look at me and they'd just go, our legacy. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was a very fun night as always. Um, but yeah, so that was the, that was kind of the highlight. I'm, you know, I got this, uh, really cool remembrance and now I have to, uh, now I have to hold on to it. All right. Did I give you enough time? Did I vamp enough? You did. That was awesome. And uh, I had I got a battle coin from the guy that ran TEDx Naperville back really? when I seed it. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I forgot they were called battle yeah. coins, but that yours is yours is a cooler no, story. No, it's, it's all I, it, you know. Now you just got to carry it if you do any more TED talks. Yeah, I didn't get invited. Oh, back. that's a shit. All right, uh, let's uh, let's share this uh, Chrome tab. All right, it should share the audio. Can you see this? Uh, hold on. Let me, I got to open it up. There it is. Yes. I see the tab. All right. Let's see. All right. So, um, so these are the, these are the parameters, right? There's stability. If stability is low, that means there's more variety. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Ooh. higher means there's, uh, obviously less variety. Um, so it's just more monotone. Similarity enhancement is pretty much at 68 the whole time or a hundred. It basically just means like if there's a glitch, um, if if there's a weird artifact like a click or a pop in it, you just lower it a little bit. Um, I don't really understand what it means. It doesn't really change it much. It's really that first parameter that changes it. So uh, this one we've got the stability at zero, so a lot of variation. So let's see what that sounds like. Welcome to Realities May Vary, the podcast where Cody does a bunch of ridiculous stuff, like make me talk in an eye voice, like some lunatic robot. Didn't say AI. He's like, I, but not, not too far <laughs> off. It's drunk, Brian, definitely. And it right? is, it so is a little high. It, it, exactly. It's just a little high. All right. So I'll, let's go the other way to stability. Uh, 95% so it should probably be a little more monotone. Welcome to realities may vary. The podcast where Cody does a bunch of ridiculous stuff, like make me talk in an AI voice, like some lunatic robot. Yeah. That sounds like I'm reading it off a liner note. Right, like exactly. There's a bunch, so there's more. Welcome to Realities May Vary, the podcast where Cody does a bunch of ridiculous stuff like make me talk in an AI voice like some lunatic robot. But, like, it's your voice, right? It's, yeah, it's pretty close. Like, it's it's pretty close. There's like, like if, I made, if I made something re really horrible and voicemailed it to Debbie or Molly, they would 100% believe it was me. Right, like welcome to realities may vary. The podcast where Cody does a bunch of ridiculous stuff, like make me talk in an AI voice, like some lunatic robot. Right, and see, like there's something a little off about the right. timbre, right? Like, right, all of it's weird, but it's very uncanny valley because you know if somebody's like, "Who's that supposed to be?" You know it's Brian Noonan, right? right? Like you know it's not. Um. So anyway, I could not tune it. I think the last time. The last one I did was the closest I got. I'm going to try one more. Um, let's try one more. Welcome to Realities May Vary, the podcast where Cody does a bunch of ridiculous stuff like make me talk in an AI voice like some lunatic robot. There's there's That's a weird – there there's something there that doesn't sound natural. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that one more so than the others, I think. But, yeah, yeah Mike says the pacing is weird. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing is, uh, you know, sooner or later, though, we will just be soylent green, Cody. 
Soil and green is people. I, We're just, you know. So I don't think AI will ever be able to be as quick-witted as you and I. No. <laughs> Mike goes, it's like Brian has held a gunpoint. Welcome to my life, Mike. <laughs> every, every time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like I'm doing one of those hostage videos where I'm holding the newspaper up as proof of life. Hi, it's Brian. I'm still alive here in my little box. Cody is making well, me do this. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. The next few weeks, I'll get my friend to spit out some of me. And I think that the voice of me is uh, more accurate. Yes, we want to hear that. We want to hear the voice of you. The voice of yeah. you. 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 Yeah. Got anything else for us tonight? Well, we got we to gotta wrap up with the coronation. Oh, just did you watch any of it? Hell no. All right. I wasn't planning on watching it. I did talk. You, I talked to our old friend Fred Weintraub on Friday night on the radio program. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, he was giving me the lowdown. And it started here in Chicago. The coverage started at like 5 a.m. So the chance of me watching any of it were slim to and or none. Um, now, Debbie was at my mom's again. So even though, in theory, I'm living the bachelor life, it's a sad bachelor life. <laughs> uh, really, really sad, but it also revolves around the dogs and Gidget doesn't care that I, you know, I'm alone and I have no responsibility to, cause I told Debbie I would be out, you know, by around noon. I had chores, chores. What am I a farmer? I had stuff I wanted to get done around the house, you know, well, Gidget wakes me up and I walked out, you know, after I did that and I did a couple things, I'm like, Oh, it's nine o'clock. I'm going to sit down have a cup of coffee. I'm going to turn on the news. Because I forgot that the coronation was happening. So I got, I turned on the coronation just as the new king and queen had arrived back at Buckingham Palace and were going to come out on the balcony. So I missed all the craziness at Westminster Abbey where they dressed him up like uh, King Vitamin and they made him hold the sword and the scepter with his little sausage fingers. And, uh, you know, I missed all of that. I missed the part where they said he's ordained by God to lead the country. Uh, I didn't pay any attention to that, but I did see when they all came out on the balcony to wave everybody except, oh, poor Harry. Harry had been dissed. He had been sat in the third row next to uh, Prince Andrew, who also was getting his house that he's been thrown out of. So Harry was, Harry was not involved in any way and jetted right back to the U.S. because it was his son's fourth birthday. And so he had to get back to America. No time to hobnob with uh, the royal family that he doesn't really want to be a part of. And um, they don't really want him to be a part of them, too. So he was gone. What a dick. Which one? Harry. Well, yeah, he went. He did go to his father's coronation. He was invited. He accepted. He went. Uh, they sat him. They didn't sit him with the family. Well, they sat him with, like, the disgraced part of the family. Him and Andrew, two guys. You know. Yeah, well, that's because he's disgraced. I don't know. I did. I watched the, I watched the Harry and Meghan documentary. I did not. Docu I couldn't. I have no interest. No, I didn't watch Moat. I only watched the last. So I, I actually watched it uh, at our good friend Craig's. Uh, they had watched the first few episodes, and I, so I watched the last episode with them. And just based on that, I was like, no, no. <laughs> we, we were just hanging out. He's like, hey, you want to watch Harry? I was like, all okay. right, yeah, let's do it. 
It was very funny uh, watching it with uh, with Tammy says she thought Um, the king's fingers were going to burst. Yeah, his fingers look like uh, bangers that have been boiling too long and the casings are about to pop. Notice what I did. I put the bangers in there instead of sausages because, you know, it's Britain and all. Yeah. Plus, it just looks ridiculous. This old man sitting there to put a giant, uh, you know, crown on his head and this big ermine-lined cape, and he's like, I'm the king. And so then they're showing back parts, and there's a part where they can't show the public. So these screen they they bring out these screens, and he's behind them, and he takes off something, and he's just there in like a white uh cotton shirt and then they dress him as something else and they said that was because he walked in as a pauper and he's leaving as a king i'm like well the getup he was wearing before didn't look too pauperly but you know i guess now he's a king and then they made camilla the queen um you know she's a uh dave said dave flyer dave flyer jumping back in i talked to dave or i told him he's uh welcome to join us anytime so he may be joining us sometime in the in the Ooh. near future to come on and share his wisdom about whatever it is that we share our wisdom about. Well, you and I don't share wisdom. Harry's son is too young to know when it's his birthday, just an excuse to be at oh Dave Plyer doesn't like Prince Harry either. Wow. <laughs> Hold on, Tammy has a valid yeah. question for me. Cody, you just said going an hour to your parents an hour away was a lot with two kids. Would you fly across the pond to watch your dad and his side piece get? <laughs> Dad and his side piece, who allegedly, according to Harry's book, which I haven't read, but I've read some excerpts, he begged Charles not to marry Camilla. But he did anyway. Because the old man needed, you know, she was his she was his speed. And everybody was saying, oh, you know, they couldn't get any British, they couldn't get any British acts to perform at the big concert. They had Lionel Richie and Katy Perry. Because the Spice Girls said no. Elton John said no. Of course, Elton John said no. He was Diana's friend. Uh, he said he had scheduling conflicts, but the Spice Girls, Spice Girls wouldn't even play. Um, why did why did Katy Perry? Because they couldn't get anybody else. They couldn't get anybody no else. They tried a lot of big British acts, and they all said no. But Katy Perry, well, Lionel Richie's coming. They get a you know, they get a discount on the private jet since they work on American but- Idol together. But like Katy Perry is not like regal, right? I mean, at least get like some kind of classic rock band. At least get do get the score. Could have gotten Queen. How about that? I don't know. Are they alive? Yeah. Well, not Freddie Mercury. It's that Adam Lambert character. Every time Queen comes on the radio, I tell my my wife, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not really in the mood for. Uh... Oh no. Oh no. For a for a another British singer who is not the lead singer of Queen that I always just say is the lead singer of Queen. Name the really famous solo British singer. Oh <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Adele? Hold on. No, hold on. I'm Googling it. The most- David Bowie. Every time. Every time oh, Queen okay. comes on, I'm like, I'm not really in the mood for David Bowie. And she gets so mad. Um <laughs> Like Phil Collins. They couldn't get Phil Collins. Phil Collins is almost dead. He's done. He doesn't perform anymore. Well, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne is playing in uh, October. He's 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 literally already dead and he's still Yeah, but no, October. Phil Collins there were they 
he just a month or so ago did his last show. He just is in such he can't okay. he, do, right. he does All the whole right. thing Adele? on a desk. No, Adele she wouldn't do is... it. They all said no. Oh my god, dude. If he had gotten Steven Wilson, that would have been sick. <laughs> Steven the Wilson. Guy, the guy from Porcupine Tree, he's so good. Him live, one of the top five shows I've been to. Oh, well, so they couldn't good. get him. Well, that's too, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, poppers are a lot more regal looking in the England. In the England, Brian. maybe it is. Yep. It was it was cool from a weird standpoint. Going, oh, I've been there. Like when everybody's running, they open the the main street outside Buckingham Palace, and there's this huge gold gilded statue out in front. Uh, it's like on a fountain kind of thing. It's really cool. Um, and they open the road, and then all these people who had been camped out there for a week go running toward the gate so they can be at the fence when the king and queen came out on the balcony for their first official wave to their menial subjects. Hello, peons. <laughs> Dude, the last time there was a coronation, they didn't have Facebook. The last time there was a coronation, you couldn't just drive through McDonald's. The last time they had a coronation, they didn't have a man on the moon or a person on the moon. Well, it was a man. The last time they had a coronation, they didn't have Ford Mustang. The last time they I had a coronation, they, did have they Ford didn't. Mustangs then. When's the last time they had a coronation? Seventy some years ago. <laughs> Shut up! No, years ago, not nineteen. Oh, Seventy some years ago. It was the. It was more than that. No, yes. Queen Elizabeth got coronated. No, Queen Elizabeth was coronated in 1904. <laughs> 1904? She was definitely coronated she was in 1904. Coronated? She was coronated? That's, that's definitely the what? past tense of the verb uh, <laughs> verb of, of coronate. Yeah, she was coronated in uh, 1904. November, it was aught 1904, I believe. It was definitely aught 1904. Aught 1904? It was aught 1904. Well, you're off by almost 50 years, but I, I don't want to right. quibble with facts with you. Well, if you convert that to the British metric system, I'm actually only off by one month. Well, it was actually 70 she years. Was, she was actually coordinated. Yeah, exactly. It's the, it's a very tricky conversion. Okay. System. She was actually coordinated that October. It was a confused. See, the reason that you think it was that is because that coronation, her original coronation in 1904 was actually viewed as a Halloween party. People didn't understand that it was a coronation. So that many years later, they had to go back and re-coronate her. It was the second coronation. Are you saying it was a re-coronation? Like she was a, she a was, pool? She was no, she was re-coronated. She was re-coronated. Wait, so she was coronated in 1904 and then re-coronated? She had to be re-coronated. What what caused the re-coronation? What why was why because was that a it was, thing? The original one was October 1904. People thought it was a Halloween party. The whole coronation. People showed up and then they were like, oh, this is a fun Halloween party. And then they left. And then after a few decades, the queen is like, no one really thinks I was coronated. So they had to re-coronate. All right. Wow. Yeah. Well, the Mustang. Look it up, Brian. I, I, do well, I, mm, I did. I, I, I heard just it did. on uh, Newsmax. Right. I heard it on well, Newsmax. Well, you're probably right. But, uh, you know, they're talking about immigrants and foreigners, so I I, I don't know. Uh, the Mustang, though, didn't come out till 1964. So okay. either yeah, way. So I was right. Yes. Whatever date she was coronated, 
you're right. This whole, you're, whole thing. You're right. Yes, you're the right. whole thing just proves you right. So all of your yes, you are absolutely correct, Cody. You are the historian of the two of us. You're the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. I see I how you know cocky your chest is all pumped out, and it's not the muscle milk. You're full of. Pride. It is the muscle milk. All right. It's, it's the- you got anything else on the agenda? No, we're three minutes over. Three so minutes over. Holy fun. cow. Five. Oh, I don't know what it is. But uh, yes, well, we will be back next week. It should be, uh, oh man, it should be a humdinger of a wild willy of a good time. And uh, I, I got nothing else. I'm good. I'm going to be, I'll I'll try not to uh, rage on the road or in a store and, uh, you know, just be a better man. That's my goal for the week. Do it. My goal is, uh, well, my goal will be revealed next week Ooh. on this episode of Realities May Vary. Bye.